Hello and welcome back to the all new, all different number one comics podcast bonus episode. I'm Dan. That's Nick. Nick, how are you? I am. I'm doing well. It's a nice Saturday afternoon. I got my Snoopy cup for this kid's comic <laughs> book that we're about to do. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's something like that. Uh, for, for all of you who weren't in the previous conversation, which was all of you, I guess, um, Nick and I were just talking some uh, Halloween costumes and some mishaps, but uh, or not mishaps, I guess, but uh, you know all the detail that goes into making a Halloween costume versus just going to like Spirit and buying one, which yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie, this point sounds a lot cooler. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I guess it, it's pretty rewarding once you once you have like a cool like homemade costume on. Uh, I, I won't lie about that. Like the when when I showed up in the in the werewolf thing, like you know, there there definitely were people that were like, "Oh shit, you made that yourself?" And I was like, "Yeah, I did for like six hours." But <laughs> but yeah, hey, you, you don't know. know the pain that went into this costume. I know, man. Arts and crafts, they're uh, yeah, serious. It's it's no joke. But uh, yeah, anyway, so so yeah, it's 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 close to Halloween time. Um, you know, we're talking costumes, we're talking horror movies, we're we're talking all that, and then uh, of course we're talking this comic book, uh, which is. Let's see if I can get it on camera. Okay, yeah, I got this cover. So, uh, very nice. Beneath, yeah, beneath the trees where nobody sees. This is an IDW comic, and yeah, this is this is an interesting comic. I'm actually really really excited to talk about this. This has like a really weird tone to it and everything. Uh, I guess you know. First off, let's get into the creative team. Like always, I'll butcher both of these names, but I tried to like break down some pronunciations here that I wrote. So <laughs> we'll see if that helps me at all. But I don't know if I'll even get close, but we, it's written and illustrated by Patrick uh, Horvath is what I'm going to say. We'll, we'll see if that's right. And then um, it's lettered by Hassan uh, Otsman Elhau. I, I don't know. That's Sounded probably good. completely, completely off. But job, anyway, that's yeah, maybe. Um, thank you. But uh, yeah, that's that's our creative team. So I didn't even realize when I was making my notes to tell you the truth. I don't know if you did, but I'm just opening up to that that first page there that kind of has the the you know towns like newspaper or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, and I didn't realize that the the author illustrated this book as well. Like, I, I don't know how, I, how that slipped. I, I kept thinking the whole time that Hassan was the one that illustrated the book. So. Yeah. I, I, the first time I read through it, I thought the same thing. I was like, Oh, Patrick Horv. And I did the, I did a little background on him. Mm -hmm. Supposedly he, he does movies. He, he's oh, actually, cool. I think he's act, acted in a couple of movies too, but like not, nice. not too, um, not too like up in the front of the camera, but sure. he more of a movie guy, uh, the second time I read it, I was like, oh, and I saw the illustrated by, I was like, wow, that's kind of yeah. cool. I love when we get into the, like the Ryan Stegman, when we did, um, when we did the, the schlub. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand how that's even possible. It's not in my wheelhouse of things that I do. I can't write and draw. I can't draw or write. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's yeah, like being, like with me, I, I could play guitar, but I can't sing. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So playing yeah. guitar and singing to me is a foreign world. And people who do it, I have a lot of respect for. So I actually have a lot of respect for the guy who did this because it's it's pretty good. Yeah, no, I agree. There's there's lots of like skills where where people kind of do this thing. I'm trying to remember who I talked to a little while ago. I had somebody. It's it completely slips my mind. I think his name was Ryan something. But uh, but I had this dude on the podcast who who had a book coming out, and and we talked a little bit. And like his credits were like, dude is like an author, like of of you know 
books, um, comic book uh, author, also uh, illustrator, also cartoonist, also actor, director. Like it was just like, he, I was like, dude, is there anything you don't do? And he was like, not really. But I was like, damn, that's so cool. Um, Cause I'm with you. Like, you know, we're both like musically inclined. Uh, I, I play drums. I can play guitar and bass as well. And like, I couldn't sing to save my life. Like if my life depended on it, like that's never going to happen. So, uh, so I always admire those people that are like either the whole package where they can like, you know, do different things at the same time. It's so cool. Um, I just imagine whenever you're scripting a comic book, because I have gotten into that like a lot lately. Uh, I, I try to write, but like I, never anything that I feel like is good enough to like send off to an illustrator or anything. But, um, but you know, you're sitting there scripting something with the intent of, okay, this is how this is like in my mind, I'm going to send it over to you to like, you know, punch this up and make it, you know, the way it should be or whatever. But whenever you're doing that to yourself, that seems, I, I don't know how that, how they do that. I talked to again, like Tyler Crook a little while ago about that process. And it seemed so interesting because he almost was like, yeah, I, all, I have to script it and like act like I'm sending it to somebody else so I can sit there and illustrate it. And I was like, that's oh, so weird. Like interesting. Yeah, I just can't imagine that process. It seems really, really cool. But yeah, uh, a lot of respect here because this is cool. Like it might not be, you know, the style or whatever might not be everybody's thing. I I, I can see that, I guess. But um, but yeah, just uh, imagine, you know, trying to do all this is, is insane. This is a, a big task. So really, mm -hmm. really cool. And, and a cool creative team. Uh, again, like I said, IDW book uh, and and just in time for, for Halloween, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This one, you know, I am like going back and forth if I want to read the synopsis from uh, IDW because it's really long. So, I mean, I, I guess I'll try to stumble through it really quick, but I'll, I'll try to go as fast as, as possible. So uh, this one starts, don't murder the locals. This is a small town serial killer, upstanding citizen, and adorable brown bear, Samantha Strong's cardinal rule. After all, there's a sea of perfectly ripe potential victims in the big city just beyond the forest. And when you've worked as hard as Sam to build a cozy life and a thriving business in a community surrounded by friendly fellow animal folk, warm decor, and the aroma of cedar trees and freshly baked apple pie, the last thing you want is to disturb the peace. So you can imagine, I don't even know that word, um, <laughs> when one of Woodbrick's, uh, sorry, Woodbrick's own meets a grisly, mysterious demise and you won't blame her for doing anything it takes to hunt down her rival before the town self-destructs and Sheriff Patterson starts literally barking up the wrong tree. Live, laugh, shed blood, Dexter meets Richard Scarry's busy town in writer-artist Patrick uh, Horvath's twisted debut of Beneath the Trees Where Nobody Sees. So again, sorry, kind of long-winded, and I stumbled a little bit there, but that's to be expected with me reading something. So, uh, yeah, and intense solicit like i'm this is one of those times i'm really happy i didn't really read the solicit beforehand like i could obviously tell by the cover this was not just going to be like a happy anthropomorphic animal tale but uh and and by the title but yeah that uh that kind of i don't know my opinion like spills a little bit too much of what's going on here mm -hmm. well the cover does <laughs> yeah yeah definitely i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we know what's gonna happen but yeah. yeah the cover um i have which i i get all these online so mm -hmm. i have the cover of the bear holding a, a sack and it's all bloody and they're dragging it through the woods and it's leaving a trail so i knew exactly what was going to happen yeah from the get-go but i think i didn't know how like i wasn't expecting how 
brutal it was going to be. Um, the yeah. synopsis that you just said was perfect because when it said Dexter meets Richard Scarry's uh, Busy Town, yeah. that I was thinking like Berenstein Bears or like Arthur or something like that meets Dexter, obviously, yeah. because very, <laughs> it's just the beginning is very, it's like way too nice, right? Obviously. Oh, yeah. It's Definitely. like way too nice. You could totally tell that like something not right is happening here because everyone is like, have you ever seen Hot Fuzz? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Hot Fuzz, everything in the beginning, you know, you have that detective who's like kind of uh, a little bit suspicious of everyone because why is everything perfect here? Why is everything <laughs> so nice? This doesn't make any sense. There has to be something wrong, right? Um, yep. So everyone knows everyone's name in this town. I love the different use of all, all the animals. Uh, yeah. Uh, I loved the uh, the guy who keeps forgetting everything. Like he's the mm -hmm. the old guy who's like, "Where did I put my glasses?" And they're like, they're, "You're wearing your glasses." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I love that." Oh, and also there, your, clipboard, uh, yeah. your clipboard's upside down. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm reading this upside down." It's so funny. Uh, I just love the use of all the animals, the the politeness of everybody, the small town, mm -hmm. and then I love. I also loved the second time I I went around with this. I loved watching the bear's demeanor change as yeah. things happened. I yeah. loved watching the, the the bright eyes, and then when it's time to get serious, the eyes just go, Ooh, and it goes mm -hmm. straight down. And okay, time to get to business. I love that. Um, yep. You could tell this is another thing where it's like, well, I couldn't tell at first, but <laughs> with the writer and illustrator aspect, I was mm -hmm. like, wow, like it's very in sync with what's going on. Like they know every panel is supposed to be a certain way. Right when they leave, okay, we'll go into that later. But <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm long winded because I'm trying to like get through everything that I thought. But very very well done with um like the whole animal small town aspect. I love that. Yeah, I really like it too. It's like you said, like it's 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 a good juxtaposition of of what's happening in the story to have these anthropomorphized animals because I think you know how how would the story play out or, or what would we think about it if these were humans, you know, it's been done. Like who, who really cares? Uh, like, it's not like you could make something shocking, you know, to, to where it would be that memorable or, or, or anything like that. So, so yeah, to kind of set it like this and to have this cutesy illustration going on and everything. And, and, you know, like it solicited there, the, the Richard scary's uh, what's it called? Busy world. Or something busy like town. That. Yeah, busy town, sure. Um, yeah, like it, it does. Like it kind of reminds me of, of of that, like a lot. Uh, I like the you know palette of colors that they use. It's very pastel and soft and everything, and uh, very very interesting. One of the things that I I wanted to point out, and I, I don't know where this goes, but it's just like you know a, a wandering side note or thought or whatever. I love how, and I don't know if this happens in like Richard Scarry's books or not. I don't remember those very well, but I love how there's the anthropomorphized animals. And then like regular animals too, like they're like, right, at the, yeah. like at the beginning, like Samantha's like kind of petting this Dalmatian. And then of course, later when, when she's in the forest and everything, the, the other bear and the foxes and stuff come out. So foxes, is that? Yeah. Right. Okay. That's how uh, you pluralize foxes. <laughs> fox. Yeah. Um, you're a teacher. You tell me, but. Uh, oh, actually, I don't know. I think it's foxes. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure it's foxes too. But uh, yeah, uh, really, really cool. And, and, and again, like it's so soft, like in, the way it looks, like you said, though, I mean, it, it's too, it's too nice. It's too idyllic. It's too, it, it looks too nice and everybody's too nice and everything. Like, 
of course, we know from pulling back the curtain on, you know, just having uh, consumed media before, if stuff is this nice, then something very, very bad is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was talking before we started recording to you about listening to a Twin Peaks podcast, and like uh, I always, I, I'm I'm completely ruined by that. So anytime anything's a small town, I'm like, nah, I mean, people are getting like slaughtered everywhere. Like there's crazy stuff happening. Like everyone's having an affair with everyone else. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, love that stuff, but but yeah, what about this story then? So, so this story is blocked like in a really interesting way. It it starts off with it's very, I don't know, just showing showing the characters in the story, showing the town. It's really building the world here that we're seeing. This small town is going through like a bicentennial celebration and everything, everybody's kind of preparing for that, and we're meeting all the townspeople, and in the middle of that. Uh, we we kind of zero in on what Samantha's got going on and Samantha being like the local business owner and everybody knows Samantha, everybody gets along with Samantha, whatever. Uh, Samantha has this insane bloodlust where she's got to go out and kill somebody, but she has this, you know, huge rule where she's like, I, I keep it clean. I don't do it in town. I mm-hmm. keep it away from everything. Um, so she's got it all figured out. And then that's demonstrated here in the book, which I thought was I mean, they spent a lot of time on demonstrating this, this like pretty brutal killing here. Like, yeah, uh, that character is like a duck or a, a goose or something. I, I'm assuming a duck, but yeah. yeah, the character that Samantha goes out 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 of town and 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 kind of like a ducks and then uh, murders is is a duck. And I mean, we're getting to the point where where Samantha's, I don't know, like roping them up and then slitting his neck to drain all the blood and then cutting him. It was extremely brutal. (laughs) Like that part I was, when I was reading this and when I got halfway through the, about halfway through the story, right. I was like, okay, Uh now we're going to start getting to something. Yep. And the, the, the actual killing was extremely brutal. Like (laughs) it's not, it was not like fun at all. Like I didn't like watching it really. (laughs) I I I agree. It was like a little too disturbing. It was, I'm gross, but that was like, wow, like this is bad. Like yeah, the chainsaw, the mm-hmm. the cutting of the body into uh, perfect pieces. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the, the brain likes like half out and it's like, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like this is the brain. This Ugh. is crazy, but it's really only like two pages. Yeah. Um, but like <laughs> just, okay. Like to break it down step by step, it was nail hammer, yep. nail in the head, killed mm-hmm. him automatically killed him rope roped him up knife to the neck like an animal right like you would do that with cows you Mm -hmm. drain that's how you drain cow blood is you slit you slit their neck and then you let the blood drain into like a bowl or a a bucket and then perfectly diced into like i don't know like 30 pieces or 40 pieces or something like that Mm -hmm. and i then he puts it uh or samantha it's a girl sorry uh samantha puts the body parts into like paint buckets and closes them like very methodically and then buries them into nice neat holes and then there was a line in this that i really liked where it would said like no one knows anything that i'm doing except for mother nature mother nature is always the wiser and i was like Mm -hmm. that's really good because like the foxes are around and they're sniffing around and they're like yeah we know what you're doing like (laughs) i liked that a lot (laughs) um but there was a couple themes in here that i really liked um the of course the psychoticness of like okay this is what's happening in my brain and i have to like um i have to like get rid of these ideas in order to keep myself sane throughout mm-hmm. 
my normal life in my business. But then the also the other theme of like rural rural life versus city life, and the fact that Samantha could not do this in her rural town because yep. someone would know, and people would find out. So mm -hmm. always go to the city because no one no one bats an eye when someone goes missing in the city. It's just mm -hmm. another person gone. Maybe they moved away. Like yep. In a rural yeah. town, no one moves away. They just stay there forever, right? So Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. There's going like to be the, like like a, a lot of conversation if, if somebody's leaving like a small town. Yeah, everybody's going to know why, where they're going, what's going on. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. Like in a, in a big city here, whatever. Um, it happens every day. Somebody somebody goes missing, somebody leaves, whatever. Um, yeah, and the part that you said, like where, where you know, Samantha is, or, or I guess the narration is kind of saying that like mother nature knows that's the only person that knows or whatever. Um, you kind of see how, like, I don't know if methodical is the right word, but like Samantha almost has like this weird demeanor about her where she's like, you know, everything's like perfect. Everything's nice and clean. Everything's nice and tidy. Like she's got all this planned out exactly the way she's going to do it. Uh, gets rid of every little piece of evidence, has everything in the paint can there, like buries all that stuff and just kind of stands there for a second and admires her work and, you know, her, her, her word bubble or uh, whatever her dialogue bubble uh, says nice and clean. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Just it, I like that weirded me out so much where I was just like, Ugh, I kind of, yeah, it's gross. I wanna, right. I want to take a shower after this. And, and that's, I mean, I guess that is, you know, Samantha goes home and jumps in the, in the tub has like a nice, cozy uh bath there i, I think and, yep, nice um, and clean yeah just yep. <laughs> reads a book has to read the book drink some tea has some yeah. cookies and yeah. light some incense it was uh -huh. like the deed's done everything's nice and i just love the like uh what i was saying before the satisfied look mm -hmm. on her face like the look on her face before when she was driving out to the city was very like i'm I need to do, I need to kill someone. It was very like serious and like, I, I'm not messing around right now. Like this yep. is, this is a, a, a different part of me. And then right when she's done, she smiles and goes, cool, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like I can, I can relax now, you know? Yep. Back to my front or my normal life, which, whichever one's the, the normal and whichever one's the front. Um, yeah, just a, a really weird look into like the mind of, of somebody who's, who's killing people or whatever kind of makes me a little nervous about Patrick. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit, Patrick's yeah. just, uh, you know, read a lot of books or watch a lot of movies or something, but I don't know. I mean, I, I'd be glad to have Patrick on the, on the podcast, you know, in this, uh, like this, you know, a screen, the screen, but I don't think I want to have him over for dinner or anything, but <laughs> a little. As long as, if you live in a big city, do not invite Patrick over. No, please don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And, I mean, it, it comes across, I guess is what I'm trying to say is, is I, I feel like for the material that this is, uh, of course, you know, I, I have no experience with, with this, but uh, it feels like it really comes across uh, kind of like mm -hmm. you were saying, like the, the face and everything, the tone shifts and it's, it's very pleasantries and uh, you know, formalities and everything and talking to everybody and this community. And then it just shifts all of a sudden. It's like, all right, I, I have to go kill someone now. <laughs> like, yep. uh, just that 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 psychoticness or, or whatever just just flips on there um and and i wonder i don't know if this is a three part or what that's all i see solicited so far is three parts and actually what kind of sucks is the next issue doesn't drop until december so we're not getting a november issue so like uh, 
you know, the cliffhanger is really gonna gonna hang for a little bit on this. But uh, yeah, you want to talk about the cliffhanger? You want to get? Yeah, definitely. It? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't. Okay, well, that's kind of where we left off. Samantha, you know, jump gets out of the tub, has some has some friends over, has dinner or whatever whatever's going on there, and then and then like I said at the top, uh, the bicentennial is going on in the town, so they're big celebration out in the streets. Everybody's got floats and stuff. There's a parade going on and all of that. And uh, yeah, we, we see, I don't know who this character is supposed to be. I don't know if I missed this somewhere, but we get Birdie who is, um, I don't know if it's supposed to be like the mayor or something. Like for, for some reason I, I'm thinking mayor, but I don't know what makes me think that maybe just the top hat or something. Uh, is it the turtle? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so we get the, the turtle character who's, who's kind of riding on this float. That's a, I don't know, like an old school boat. Like, what do you call that? Like a ship from? Uh... Yeah, just a wooden ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and it's got the it's got the sail mm-hmm. going down it. it. Looks very nice and and uh, old school. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't know what time period to put that in, but uh, I don't know if, if you guys can't visualize. You know, go go pick up the book. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's got this big like mast. Um, you know, fabric that's it's covering the front that would be the sail and everything. And and then something happens. And uh, one of the rings holding it up breaks. And then we get a reveal of a goat, a ram. I, I'm i not great with uh, identifying animals. So I'm going to say a ram because its horns are kind of curved. But mm-hmm. uh, a ram that's like crucified <laughs> behind this mast. Uh, mm-hmm. Bloodied up everything. And then, you know, crucified. Like uh, crucified is the best way to describe it. You know, uh, like, like you would imagine, you know, someone being crucified. Um, and and again, we see that that shift in Samantha's face and tone and everything, and, mm-hmm. and it's all business now. And while a lot of the other people, you know, are are horrified and everything, uh, Samantha has this standstill on her face. You know, this very blank, no expression, just like shit. <laughs> you know, yep. um, and and I love the last. Uh, narration it's not it's not dialogue it doesn't come out of samantha's mouth but it's it's like narrated like the the rest of the book kind of on those little index cards or whatever that are there um it says that this was going to be a major fucking problem yeah <laughs> and and it, can we can we read that whole thing i actually oh, yeah, yeah, i sure. love this last page the yeah, so please. throughout the whole book right you're you yeah. got the nice nice town whatever then you go and you kill someone and then the mood shifts and you have this like um, super cross-sectional uh, dissected splash page where it's just like yeah. a, one huge page of just someone like dissected, um, which was like a whole, a huge turning point for me because my brain went, Oh my God, this, yeah. <laughs> this writer is very like disgusting. And I, I like it. I'm a Garth Ennis fan. <laughs> so, uh, and then you get into the shit. Okay. We, we, we know this stuff like this has happened before. We've read something like this, right? Mm-hmm. Or we've seen stuff like this before. And then you have the float and the parade or whatever. And then you have that moment that you said where she, her face is very serious. And like like everyone else is saying, what is going on? And she's saying, oh, no, what is going on? Like, uh-huh. I, this is bad for me. Because yep. like someone else is like showing off. Mm-hmm. And this is what it says in the last page. I'm going to read this whole thing. Yeah, please. Let's say I did have someone who didn't play by the rules. Just started murdering folks right here in Woodbrook. Wouldn't take much bad luck for an investigation to stumble onto the wrong killer and find out what this town's favorite brown bear has been up to over the past couple decades. 
If someone, if someone were stupid enough to do that, then we'd have a problem, a major fucking problem. I was like, yeah, that's cool. I was like, oh yeah, that got mm -hmm. me hooked right there. I was like, next issue, please. Let's mm -hmm. see if we could find whoever's doing this. Who is doing this? Like, because the person yeah. who who got killed and who was crucified is the is the person that I was like so interested in the whole time, which was the person who doesn't know that they have glasses on their face and they're the, the mm -hmm. old person who uh, doesn't know that they're like you know they they have no idea what's going on. They kind of have a bit of um not dementia, but they just like forget where things are all mm -hmm. the time. And they're just old and they need help. And then someone killed them. And that's like, to me, that's like, wow, like that's messed up. Cause this is like a yeah. old person. It's not like a Samantha kill, right? Mm -hmm. Cause a Samantha kill is this person's young. They have vitality. They have energy. They have life. And I'm going to kill them. This was like, this guy was like close to death and you murdered him and crucified him. That's a whole other way of doing it. Right. Because these, this person's helpless. There's no, to me, if you're like a serial killer, is there fun in that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, and I would imagine, you know, they, uh, you know, they probably all operate very differently. You know, maybe, it, maybe for for that killer, I don't know. Maybe there's there's a reason that we'll get into. That's kind of what I'm scared of. With this only being, as far as I see, three issues. I don't know how they're how they're going to resolve this in three issues, uh, but maybe it's just this first volume, or maybe it continues on past that. I'm not I'm not too sure, but uh, but yeah, I'd love to know how we got to this point. Is it is it another serial killer? Is it um, is it someone who just really doesn't care and they're just you know taking down citizens of this town? Is it somebody who has a personal vendetta against this character? We we really have no clue what's going on here, but yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of supposed to read as like there's a rival serial killer here. That's that's what I gathered out of it. Right. It seems like that's what you gathered too. Um, so is yeah, there, what was the purpose? Is there someone that doesn't? Is there someone who knows what Samantha's doing and is doing this to mess with Samantha? Right? Yeah, that um, could be another thing. Or is it someone from the city going to rural towns? Like mm -hmm. there could be that <laughs> flip. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like. You know, I keep seeing all these random killings. Uh, let me let me go here. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not too sure. But yeah, that's a that's a big cliffhanger. And and I'll say this, uh, of course, you know, we don't have to reserve our our opinions for the end or anything like that. But um, I I would say once we got to that that midsection of the book where we got the really intense like graphic killing and everything. Mm -hmm. That wasn't necessarily like a selling point for me. Again, it was very disturbing. And I almost didn't want to look at it, but you know, it was fine. I, I can I can deal with that. I'm not I'm not that much of a baby, but I, I was like, okay, you know, it's 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 grotesque. This has been done, whatever. But this final page, like they really Patrick really set up the cliffhanger here because now I'm 110% invested and I have to know what happens next. And I'm, I'm pissed. We're not getting an issue next month. Uh, I really, yeah. I really want to you know dive deeper into this world and see what's going on. And, and now we got to wait a little bit, but uh, yeah, very, for me, at least the cliffhanger was, was everything in this book. Right. Yep. That, um, <laughs> that splash page with the, the crucifixion and Samantha realizing yeah. that there's something, there's something afoot in the town. That's mm -hmm. not her, you know, yep. it's like, it's like turning the it's like turning the head on the situation. It's like, oh, now the tables have turned. Like you thought you had this figured out for 20 years. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you don't. And yeah, I think I she said that something like I've been doing this for 20 years 
yeah. never had a problem, mm-hmm. things like that. And now she has a problem. Yeah. Uh, just Good job, Patrick, on that yeah. last page. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what we're exactly. saying. Good job. Yeah, I, I can't imagine, you know, setting this up. Like, it's, it's yeah, super interesting uh, to, to get that hook. I, I think that it kind of, like, it's it's very layered in that way. Like, uh, you're you're getting the cutesy animal thing, the small town vibe and everything, and then it goes into the killing, then it goes into this. Uh, you know, that that's only, you know, three layers when I say it. But as you look at this book and read it and everything, like, there's just a lot there. Uh, it's, it's pretty packed, pretty dense with, with different things that unfold. So you really get a feel for for the characters and stuff too as you go along even if they only have like you know a couple of panels or just a few pieces of dialogue like you you really kind of get a feel of them so yeah really really cool really crazy interesting book um we get the the little next issue uh preview and and it shows a pig character walking by a a butchery um that has pig heads and, and uh, pieces in the window and she's kind of looking into that and staring at her own reflection so that's also very intense and, and very cool so <laughs> yeah that's interesting too right because mm-hmm. if you have animals and also people who are animals this always confused me it's <laughs> it's like if you have people who are animals and animals who are animals mm-hmm. and you see like yourself in those animals is that weird when you eat something that is of yourself because i have this pig is looking into a a a butchery and there's pig heads and stuff like that it's just like it's kind of like interesting to me yeah that right like it seems like it would be like like bother you in some way you know like uh luckily luckily at this point in time it's it's not socially acceptable to eat humans but um you know if it were you know how would we feel if we were like you know you and i didn't eat humans but like some portion of the population did like yeah I mean, I would think, you know, I would look down on those people and I would feel very disgusted if there was like, you know, cuts of people at a grocery store or something like that. Uh, so, yeah. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. I, and I think that would bother me quite a bit. Um, but yeah, an, an interesting question to to think about, but I, I don't want to think about it anymore. So I'll get it out <laughs> of my head now, but <laughs> not something that I wanted to uh, think about today. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but I. It is Halloween though. We can, we can talk exactly. about discussing yeah. stuff like this. Yeah. yeah. It's okay this month. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what I wanted to say here. You know, that, that pretty much wraps up the book and, and our, you know, dissection of it or whatever. But uh, I think that this is like the perfect compliment to, to right now. This was a great time for this to come out. It really fits the tone of, of Halloween. A great book to come out at this time. And just, uh, yeah, I, I personally think this is really, really cool. Again, it took me that last page to really hook me, but but it definitely did. And, and I definitely want to see what's going to happen next. So those are my thoughts on it. You know, whatever you want to add, please. No, yeah. Uh go pick it up just for some of the some of the ideas in here and also those those pages where it's just if if you're not grossed out by stuff yeah. and you and you're interested in things like Dexter or things like if you want to a Dexter thing with the feel of Berenstein bears or <laughs> Arthur or something like that. If you were missing pick, that in your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go pick this up and uh, just like uh, gaze at the, the very organized way that someone could kill someone. And that mm-hmm. really like threw me for a loop because I was reading it at night and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is, this is pretty intense. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can imagine just, you know, you're open to that the middle of this book here and, and that spread and everything. And then and then you try to go to sleep after that, what kind of dreams you might have or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I definitely uh, would recommend picking up issue two. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really sad that it's in December and yeah. I'm going to forget about because then I forget about things. You know, we read so many comics that it's like mm -hmm. it's like I tend to forget about stuff. Um, I actually am looking at this and it says since I have the Kindle version, it says. Mm -hmm. Beneath the trees where nobody sees number one of six. Oh, six. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like it'll be a six parter, which is great. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That'll that'll give them some time to to really flesh it out uh, a lot more than yeah. Three three sounded scary. Um. So yeah. So yeah, six six could definitely do something. I'm hearing, uh, you know, and I don't usually talk about this per se on the podcast, but you know, why not? Um, I like to like kind of look at reviews a little bit here and there, see what's out on the internet and, and see if people are talking about a book before we cover it at all. And, uh, you know, a lot of times like it's, it's, you know, we're, we're doing this. It's so topical. It just came out, you know, this past Wednesday. So there's not been a lot of time for reviews to come out or whatever, but, uh, um, a, a lot of times, you know, we're, we're kind of like, you know, the first or second review out there and, and then, you know, it builds from there. This one's got a lot of really good reviews. Uh, one of the sites or apps that I look at a lot is, uh, oh, what is the name of this thing? Uh, Comic Geek, uh, sorry, sorry, League of Comic Geeks. I don't know if you're familiar with that app, but uh, yep. really cool app. Yeah, really informative, but it's like a community-driven app. So it's it's got all the elements of, of you know, comic book database in there. You can search on the creators and everything, look more into the book, read the solicits. But it also has like community discussions and reviews and all of that as well. And uh, this one's got a lot of reviews, every single one of them positive. I, I see one four star review, everything else is five. Um, you know, wow. it's got, yeah, a really, really good response from the comic book community. So people are really liking this a lot. And uh, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there's, I, I think that, you know, if this wraps up well after six issues, I mean, dark. Sorry, IDW is definitely going to, you know, order a second volume or something. There's a whole world here to flesh out, you know, even if it's not yeah. necessarily just about, you know, serial killing, there's there's a lot more you could flesh out in it. So I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential in this book. So I guess that's what I'm trying to say. There's there's a lot here and it's very, very densely packed. So I feel like to take any of these side characters and even if even if it's not about, you know, something as. I don't know horrible is, is murdering or whatever you can still like dig into pockets here and find other interesting things to talk about that aren't just fun you know cutesy animals or whatever right yep totally agree yeah so so i, I don't know maybe we'll see some of that but I, I i do really look forward to seeing the world fleshed out here uh and i guess yeah i mean that about wraps it up that's that's about it for me unless you have anything else you want to say about it nick but nope go pick it up support yeah. support yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely go pick this one up. It's it's a very uh, interesting read. So um, so that's all Nick and I have to say about it. Thank you guys so much for listening, tuning in to the all new, all different number one comics podcast. Uh, make sure you check us out on the socials. And as always, use the hashtag all new, all different nation. So you can get a copy of this book sent to you if you if you win. But you got to, you know, throw out a bunch of hashtags there. I need to see a lot of them. This is a cool book. I'm looking for, what do you think, Nick? 50 hashtags, uh, and then I'll choose sure. one. So I got to have 50 out there. We got the cool B cover here. I'll gladly send it to any one of you. I also ordered um, a New York Comic Con uh, exclusive cover for this book. It's like a hollow foil cover, uh, really cool. Um, I don't know. if 
look, 200 hashtags and I'll, I'll make that one available too. But, uh, but we need to see 50 for this cover. So make sure you guys do that. And uh, Nick, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about Beneath the Trees Where Nobody Sees. Thank you very much, Dan. I hope you have a wonderful Saturday. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks.